Well, hey, it's Robert from Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, and we are hard at work creating some amazing content for Season 2. And while we're doing that, we thought you'd enjoy this rebroadcast of one of our listener favorites from Season 1. It's Episode number 2, The Universal Code. So many of our listeners loved learning about what repeating numbers means, what it means when you wake up at certain times at night, and how Spirit sends signs through numbers. We'll be back with fresh new episodes starting on Wednesday, January 5th. Until then... Enjoy. In today's episode, we're going to discuss universal code, exploring how our life intersects with numbers and the bigger picture meaning of this. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Welcome to today's show. I'm your host, Christina Wooten, and I'm here with Robert Wooten. We are with SedonaMedium.com, and today we're going to dive into one of those topics that I think most people can relate to. At some point or another, seeing recurring numbers or recurring number patterns. So what does it mean? What are you supposed to do with this knowledge? What is it supposed to trigger within you? And why does it just suddenly go away? Or why are you waking up at the same time over and over again? Well, these may seem like coincidences, but especially if you see them more than once and are paying attention, you can gain some great insight into one of the more common ways your guides use to get your attention and send you messages. Spirit tries to find simple, direct ways to get your attention. Things that you know, things that you can recognize as something that's a little bit out of the ordinary. So it's like, hey, pay attention here. So Spirit has a really great sense of humor because when I sat in high school math class, I never believed that I was going to ever require any kind of knowledge of numbers um, that wasn't going to be able to be done on a calculator. So you can believe me when I say that math was my least exciting class in high school, really throughout all of my school years. However, what has interested me or what does light me up is talking about energy. And when I got out of high school and equating numbers with equations and boredom, (laughs) what I learned is that numerology is one way which we're communicating with what I like to call the universal code. And for me, when I think of numbers, numbers is really strongly connected with the foundations of the universe that is sound, vibration, and also the crux of sacred geometry. So I consider all of those, even though we divide them up in our mind as being separate things in how we relate to things, it's really a component, okay? So all of that together, I would consider universal code. You know, in many cultures, especially ancient Hebrew, numbers played a significant role in major decisions from like building dimensions to art and spirituality, and even names were based on numbers. And because we see and interact with numbers every day, it's easy to take them for granted. So numerology, which is really the study of numbers, and primarily that has a stronger connection with sometimes astrology, also with just energy and energy makeup. So there's some different philosophy that we're not really going to do that justice in this short podcast today, but it's great to look into if it's something that you're interested in. 
one of the things we need to dive into or or understand is that we're surrounded constantly 24-7 by numbers. It's a part of our life. It's a part of who we are. There's numbers um, in time constantly going. So we're never really separated from it. However, the difference is what our awareness is. So when we start to become aware in a recurrent fashion of certain numbers popping in, whether it's a singular number like one, three, five is a big one, or we start to see these repeated patterns in such a way that it gets our attention from the normal daily life. And sometimes that can be you're handed a receipt, you know, at the grocery store and your total came to, you know, 1111, or you keep looking at the clock at the same time over and over. It's this intensity, this cut through that has to be done to get our awareness away from our normal association with numbers to, hey, like, is something going on here? This is unusual. It's so synchronistic, the ways that those patterns start to show up once they do show up. And so much so that it's really associated for a lot of people with spiritual awakenings, with points of significance or deep significance in their life, whether that's Suddenly, they start to become aware of, well, hey, maybe there's something deeper or greater happening on a bigger scale that I need to pay attention to. Or sometimes it can just be, hey, you're entering in a new phase, <laughs> you know, do do do, like here's the you know universal code trumpet giving you a little bit of feedback here. So we're going to dive into some of those different meanings, but it's important to to note that it has to do with what's catching your awareness that's the significant part because we're surrounded by the numbers all the time so it's when you start to see them repeated when it starts to come in in weird ways Um, especially you're getting major messages if you're seeing that number pattern three times in a day that's like the spirit whack over the head (laughs) of like hey pay attention get it okay that's interesting because three itself is a number that is has significance to it, right? I think it's important just as a basis of understanding that each number, individual number, so one and two and three, has its own energy. So a certain energy frequency, something that it represents, okay? Its own unique spirit, if you will. So it has its own soul, number one does. And it, that soul is different than the energy of number two. And Most of the time, you can take number combinations. So say you have 12. By adding 1 plus 2, you get 3. So in a lot of the study of the energy of numbers, it involves simplifying from taking these codes into adding them to get a singular number. And then that singular number really boils down. It tells you a lot about the soul or the energy that's coming through or being represented by a certain pattern or code that you are seeing. The difference, though, is that there are master numbers, and then there are power numbers or numbers of significance. And we're not going to go too deeply into it, but the master numbers are significant. These are 11, 22, and number 33. If your answer comes out to 11, or comes out to 22, or comes out to 33, you're not going to go any further with the equation. So you're not going to take one plus one equals two and then focus on the two numerology. It's once you hit that master number, the buck stops there. (laughs) And that's really the key. There are different numbers that have different values to you. 
and they're significant to you. You create, you can boil your birth date number down to be a single number or a double number, and that becomes sort of a life path number for you. And then you can look that up and say a good numerology book, and it will tell you sort of some guidance of what your number path is. And so when you see that number repeatedly, that's a message right directly to you. Is that is that how you would say that? Yeah, it's it's a picture. It's a window. I think like everything, there's influences. So we we have free will and how we interact or how this you know context is really important in numbers and number patterns too. So you know I will say that, but it does give you a basis to ask some questions or go a little bit deeper. For example, my life path number is five. So I shift a lot. I change a lot. I'm really invigorated by change. I don't like, you know, routine or heavy that weighs on me. And over time, I sort of shut down. So those numbers can have a element to look at, but it's really not a full governing force, if you will. So that is really your understanding with the context that you're receiving. So you know, it, it, we're complex beings, so you can't simplify everything to <laughs> X, Y, Z. I think ultimately that's what we are trying to do, though, isn't it? We, right. we, are, we are just looking for some guidance. <laughs> for, things are so complicated and complex. that I think we're constantly looking for some pattern, whether it's through numbers or whether it's through astrology, whether it's through tarot. You can find something to help give you some guidance, and you just choose a path, and you can follow that one, right? Right. And I think you always have to explore. You have to check it against your personal litmus test of, does this resonate? Does this feel right? Versus totally shifting your life in such an area where you're not ready for. If it doesn't resonate, it doesn't mean that that's not you necessarily. It just means you're not ready for that awareness right now. And that's fine. You don't have to force that to come to you, okay? The the universe is open and allowing and opening those doors when you're ready to receive them. And that message that you got two years ago that you weren't ready for, it might, you know, come back down the line in the next two years and you are so ready and open for it and things shift instantly. So the more that you start to get into repeating patterns, what I mean by that is a repetition of a singular number. So if you are seeing one, 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 or four, 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 four. What's happening there is we really have to pay attention to the number itself. What's the base number? The base number of that is one in our example or four in the other example. And so it's looking at magnifying that influence in a big way. So the more um, numbers you have recurring, the more it's magnifying that type of influence. Or if you have like a four zero, that zero generally has a magnification type of quality to it. So where you utilize this, I like to think of because everything is all connected, these patterns really show up when you're in a gateway for change. Some sort of new awareness is coming to you, a new way of looking at life, something that you're changing or integrating, whether it be internally or whether it be externally. It's like these gateway points that these numbers like really pop in and start to take a big chunk of your attention or a big aspect of your awareness like hey are you seeing this I like to consider it it's feedback from the universe so your energy is tapping in to a certain frequency and as a way of like bringing that full circle 
not only is your energy emitting that frequency of, of that number or whatever it represents out into the world, that additionally, now that frequency wants you to be aware of that you are emitting that energy. So it creates this whole circular type of energy by bringing the awareness to you. So it's giving you some feedback. In some cases, it's saying, this is where we're headed. This is the train you're on. Like, strap in, buckle up. <laughs> this is the ticket you just bought. And it can give you a chance to shift some things. More times than not, I think it gives you a permission slip. It gives you a space of, so say you start seeing 555 five, five in a time of major change for you, because five is really the energy of, of change and transformation. So if you're in that space and you start to see that number, you can utilize it as, oh, okay, this is the universe telling me it's safe for me to transform. It's safe for me to change my attitudes about this. It's safe for me to really go out on a limb here and take a risk. So it depends on how you integrate it. But looking at it as a permission slip, I think, is really helpful. And also looking at it as feedback. It's responding to what you are putting out there. So you are really the catalyst of the number frequency coming to you versus the number frequency itself being the catalyst to shifting something within you. And that's really the the thing I want to get across is your energy is creating that wave in the universe that is lining up with that number frequency and now you're becoming aware of it. And then you can take it deeper. You can use that permission slip to go beyond. The other thing I'd say is the way that it shows up for us in some weird ways, like totally impossible number combinations or just, you know, five times in one day. I used to see one, two, three, four all the time. And so when that number would show up because it was so unusual, it gave me a chance to really marvel at the wonder of the universe of just how awesome it was to be in a time and a place where we still don't understand certain things. And we can still feel really loved by that, by that mystery, by that aspect of us that doesn't have it all figured out, that, you know, spiritual wonder. I love that. And of course, sometimes it's your guides just going, hey, <laughs> pay attention. There's some guides who like to show up with certain number combinations. Those numbers can be associated similar to how you know we have names. Sometimes guides will use a certain number, a certain number combination as an identifier too. One of the things you were talking about was how complex our life seems to us. And then you look at how complicated it would be for us to try to arrange for someone to be just in the right place at the right time to see a number sequence on the back of a car that you're stuck with in traffic. Well, that seems hard to us. That is not hard at all for higher level beings. It's hard for us to think about it. It's a little bit brain breaking sometimes to try to think about how many things had to happen at just the right moment, just to give you that moment of heads up of like, hey, pay attention. Look, I'm trying to tell you something. Do you want to get into real quick about what some of the numbers mean? So we definitely need to talk about 1111 because this is such a common spiritual awakening number. It's like telling you you are loaded up in the chamber and you're about to like have a big shift, but it's usually a shift in mindset, I think, more than anything. And 11 itself is the master number. So in 1111, we have that doubled. So it's, this is a just energetically, one, I call it the change agent. 
So it's getting your attention because you're in a period of change and that change is really happening primarily up in your mind. Okay, so now it also is really connected with 11 intuition. So it's opening some new gateways there. And I'd say most of the time when people start to see this 1111 energy pop up for them, they're also in a period of more heightened awareness on an intuitive level, whether that's from their gut instinct, they're asking more of those questions and really listening for the answer, or they're just feeling more of a sense of guidance and spirit's presence in that, whether that be from a soul perspective or spirit guide perspective, but they're really seeing some things show up for them. So 1111, again, I call it a change agent. That's, you know, my takeaway with it. So looking at the number one in particular, one is um, it's a number of self-expression. So you might see 1111 when you're feeling totally in the zone, for instance, or you're seeing as a personal expression. I'd say one itself is really, it's about independence. And so it's breaking away from something, but also having singular strength. So if visually, the image that I get with it energetically is like a column. So if you think of one as a column, it's supporting something, but it's supporting it, you know, often in a singular way. So that's really one. And then if you're adding the one, 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 one <laughs> into it, it's amplifying that. But when you get into the 11s, it's a contradiction, though, because you have both letting go and also at the same time, it's being strong with that, being powerful, finding a new way of expressing your independence and expressing that. So that I would say is different than just the one because you're, again, we're putting it in context. We're putting it in this case in a numerological context. One, my keywords are independence. So it's breaking away from something, but also finding strength in you individually. So doing something on your own or shifting away from, say, partnership and, and you go out in a whole different direction. So when it comes to like two, for example, the number two, two is it can be meeting of the minds, connections, it can be about relationships. So anything that's connected with relationships can really start to bubble up. When you start to see that two popping up, you may also notice that you're having some challenges in a relationship or there's something that's really popping up for you where you might have more arguments that are coming in or you are being invited by the universe to look at how you're showing up in relationships or the relationships that are important to you, what's happening within them and what may need to shift or what needs your attention. Because the numbers coming in, are they're getting your awareness. So it's saying, hey, attention. So you can also look at that too, for example, and go, okay, my attention's being called into relationships. Is there anything connected with this number sequence or with this number showing up? that is relevant to my relationships romantically or otherwise. Business partnerships that can come into play can be family relationships, but diving into that, because a lot of times it's going to have a little bit of a connection. Right. Three, I'm seeing on my notes, because I had to take notes, because this is way more your area of expertise than mine. But it's um, three is the number of body, mind, and soul, right? It's the number, if you as a total being, is that how you've seen it? 
I'd say is in the master number. So 33 is uh, connected more as an ascended master number. I would say that represents that really strongly. Um, 33 is a really unusual number. So when it does show up, you want to really pay attention. And it's usually calling in the unity consciousness version of you, this very high giving place where you're able to offer with non-attachment, with allowing things to go to a higher level or to elevate. So 33 is pretty significant because it brings in that healer and teacher energy. And it's the you know embodiment of the higher self. So if you're going with just three, so the three independently is a very creative type of energy. It can be a little bit on the scattered side. It's really expressive. Three likes to go in all different directions. And in some cases, it's connected with the Holy Trinity. So in the right type of energy, it can be foundational and really support your growth. With a different mindset, it can scatter or be overwhelming, or it can be a period of just tons of creativity where, you know, you need to, you need to produce, you need a lot of freedom with that. So I'd say that expression is, is more connected with the three, whereas the really high vibrational teacher aspect of 33 is more of the Trinity that you were referring to. Let's jump ahead onto this topic. When you wake up at three o'clock in the morning, what do you think that is signifying for you? Okay, so that can be really different. If it's happening regularly, where you're waking up at a certain time, one, sometimes it can be your guides waking you up with a certain number combination. And here's how you know if it's that, is that if you give them some feedback and go, hey, after you listen to this podcast and you go, hey, I need you to stop waking me up at 2.22 every morning, then, and it actually, you do stop waking up at that time, that's how you're going to know it's them. Generally, what's happening for people in if they're waking up at a certain period is more connected with the meridians. So in Chinese medicine philosophy, there is a clock, your energy of your physical body moves throughout your whole physical body and empowers certain meridians at certain times more strongly than others. So certain times of the day are really connected with certain uh, energy meridians that you have. So nighttime, what I'd say usually is happening, although not all the time, is that that area, depending on when you're waking up, when that window happens to be, there's some sort of blockage that's happening within that meridian. So for example, if you're waking up between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m., which is really common for people, then that's connected with your liver. Okay, so that's the liver meridian. So something is blocked there. So it's good for you to review that, see how you can empower that area, see how you can work through any blockages, or just you know do some uh, energetic therapy on some level. Um, from 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. is lung time. So if you're waking up anywhere in that time, then that's saying something is blocked around the lung area. And the same thing can happen if you're having trouble going to sleep. It may mean that you're struggling with, depending on when you're normally trying to wind down and just suddenly you're not able to, it may have to do with a disruption within that particular either organ system or the meridian that it governs. So those are things I typically say, talk to your guides because it could be them. 
If it's not them, then you're probably going to want to look at what sort of disturbance you may be having within the meridian system. And then that gives you a jumping off point to clear that and get some rest because it's so hard when you wake up in the middle of the night and you can't go back to sleep. Yeah, so the significance of the numbers is still significant. It is still playing a uh, factor in letting you know that there is something that you need to be paying attention to so that when you're looking at the time frame that is significant in your biorhythm or in, in your energy field happening at a certain time, then it's still it's still a number. It's still a number that is significant that you have to pay attention to. Is that how we're seeing that? Yeah. And in fairness, I mean, if somebody during the day all day long is seeing 111 and then they start waking up, you know, with the same synchronicity at, you know, one o'clock or, you know, 111, then that can be part of that recurrent process. But if you're having trouble going back to sleep or you're just like awake and, you know, your eyes are like owls, like hello world <laughs> for no reason, that's usually going to be a meridian issue. So that's how you know, is this a number combination? Is this kind of a guide saying hello? What's happening versus this is something on a health level that's going, my energy has gotten knocked off. And of course, look at if it's a health situation, What's happening in your life at the point where this has started and where it's amplifying? So that's going to probably give you a clue of where that blockage exists or what's happening because you can focus on energetic blockages either by literally focusing on the body itself or you can focus on the energy that your body is trying to emit, trying to shift And through that expression or doing that more consciously or energizing that expression, it resolves the physical body blockage. So it it depends on how you feel guided to approach it. So the numbers are important. It's just what do you do with it is different depending on, again, the context. I think that's significant to look at it that way. You're looking at the idea of don't get stuck in one direction and think that, because you're seeing this number that are you waking up at this time that this means just this one thing it's important to feel it out to listen to your intuition to listen to your guidance to help lead you in the direction of what is really actually happening here right and if you see a certain combination that's unusual you know one if you need a place to start i would say really look up the numerology between zero and nine That's the best place to start because if you have that, you have the foundation for all the other recipes within numerology and you can totally figure it out. That will really help to just know that. So don't get overwhelmed trying to learn every number combination that comes along your path. Just take a look at the energy of the individual ones and start to pay attention to it. And sometimes you'll just get an intuitive knowing about where to apply something. So with the number patterns that you're seeing, especially the unusual ones, I just recommend take note of what the pattern is. If you start seeing it really regularly, more than just a day, I mean, you can look it up on an individual day, but really where you're going to have the most significance is when you're seeing it several days. Again, if you know the core uh, energy of the numbers, you're going to have a clue of what it means to you. Because a lot of times it's going to have a little bit of a connection. And that's what we 
you know, want to take it deeper, not just know the, the angel number, okay, this is what it means, but it's, I mean, that's helpful, but it's also to be able to apply it, to go conscious with it, to get a little bit deeper. So what you're laying out here is kind of a three-step process. One is to notice the number that you're seeing or the sequence of numbers that you're seeing, pay attention to that, to check in, find out what it means, either through meditation or through looking it up and then meditating on what it might mean. And then three is to figure out how that is to apply to what it is, you know, the issue that at hand that you're trying to solve or deal with. Ask yourself, what do I know about this? What on a deeper soul level is popping up for me with this number? Even if you don't understand, so say you see the number 34 and you know that is connected with your son or your child. So it, it just pops into your awareness intuitively. Okay, this is connected with something going on with them. So it's asking what do you know about this? And then that gives you some more information. Then you look up number 34 and see if that uh, message or, you know, then the three and the four comes to a seven. And then you can ask, is this connected with something that's going on in context with this child, for example? But I like to just bring the invitation of, listen, your intuition knows and it doesn't always need you to take it into meditation. You can, and that's great, and you can dive deep into it. But a lot of times you can also really tune yourself to be present, to be aware with that intuitive knowledge in the moment, because it's already there. If the, if you're receiving the feedback from the universe in that number, it's because you emitted it, okay? So because you, on that vibrational level, emitted that energy, you know on that deep, maybe subconscious level, what's happening and why it's popping up for you. So it's just asking, going, hey, I know what's, I know what this is about, and see what pops up, see what comes in. And don't think about it, because sometimes those things, like, like I said, with the 34 connected with a child, you wouldn't logically know that. Just intuitively see what's there, and then does it make sense? Does it resonate? Does it connect? If not, release, let it go, and see what does make sense for you. Explore all the different avenues until you feel like, okay, I have an understanding here. It's just an invitation to explore what the meaning of it is in the context with whatever is happening in your life, especially where you feel intuitively drawn. You know, is it connected with career? Is it connected with family? Is it connected with romantic relationship? Is it connected with your health? You know, so going through some of those major categories of life, uh, spiritual development is another one, and seeing where you feel drawn and then going, okay, how do I apply this meaning into that? And, you know, what am I struggling with in context with this? Or, you know, what's the invitation here? What what can I take? And then you integrate it. But don't let it be heavy. Numbers aren't supposed to be heavy. And messages aren't supposed to be heavy. They're not supposed to be this crippling thing of, okay, spirit wants me to do XYZ and I have to do it just like they're wanting me to because I've got to pass this test. And then there's so much pressure. And that pressure really shuts us down. It just does as human beings. And so, Take it out of whatever pressure cooker is going on internally for you and just look at it more as an invitation, as something that you can explore your world, explore what's happening in your life versus a signal of a major test or something that you could fail, okay? Because you you can't fail this. It's just getting your attention. And sometimes it's just to get you to notice the wonder, the magic, and the beauty of the synchronicities and the wonder of the universe. And if you get nothing but that, that's plenty. 
Well, the good news is, is that even if you don't get it, it's probably going to be shown back to you again. So you'll probably have exactly. lots of opportunities. Like we talked about earlier, it's just going to loop right back around. <laughs> Might not be helpful at this time period. Two years later, boom, that same message really gets you right. Is that a way to know whether you're getting the messages when it stops doing it? Once you start integrating that shift, then a lot of times that catalyst goes away. It's not needed anymore because you've started to integrate it. It's just such a fun topic and it's one where I just feel like we could talk forever about it because there's so much magic in how numbers come to people, how it shows up. I mean, it's just this fundamental code that you know we experience every day that we don't always give the attention that it deserves. But I think this is a good <laughs> dip your toe and to start understanding what do you do when you're seeing these numbers? Why are you seeing them? Where are they coming from? And how to go deeper with it. That's, that's really our goal. So I hope that's been helpful. Well, I guess that's all we have for this week's show. We hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, please pop over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast and give us some love and write a review. It helps us know what you like and helps others find us. Feel free to reach out to us at SedonaMedium.com. And while you're there, you can check out our psychic medium readings or soul readings just to get a higher perspective from your spirit guides, from your helpers about some of the things that are going on in your life. And also you can check in there as well to see all of our different podcast episodes and show notes go to sedonamedium.com many blessings the modern life and spirit podcast is for informational purposes only the information provided is not intended to provide medical psychological legal or financial advice information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness to read the full disclaimer see sedonamedium.com